Spazzin' Out, America's podcast, recorded live from Boston, broadcasting around the world, covering everything America is talking about and beyond. Take your seats and enjoy the show. Now, here's your host, Anthony Parziali. The Biden administration's student debt relief plan is an absolute slap in the face of hardworking Americans. And I'm going to explain why. And in depth, it's forced me to come out of podcast retirement to have this conversation to see how pissed off I am about the fact that people are going to get debt forgiveness. What about us? What about the hardworking people? What about the fucking people that took loans to start businesses, that took loans to get houses? credit card debt, all sorts of debt. What about them? Joe's flipping you off. Joe's like, fuck you and your debt. I want to help out the young people. And the whole reason he's doing it is to buy votes. He wants to buy votes. But before we get into it, I, I let, let's go with the elephant in the, what do they call it? The, the, the pink elephant in the room, the big elephant in the room. The, the I, I don't know exactly what they call it, but it's something in the room. That was the air conditioner. For those of you that don't... Here, let's stop. Been a minute since I did the podcast. I don't really have a reason why I stopped doing it. I just did. No reason. None whatsoever. Wasn't feeling it, so I didn't do it. When I feel like doing something, I do it. You know what I'm saying? If I, if I want to fuck, I fuck. If I want to eat, I eat. When a fucking eagle is thirsty, he drinks. When a lion is hungry, he eats. So I felt like doing the podcast. I felt compelled today to do a podcast on this student debt relief. So that sums up why I haven't been doing the podcast. I just haven't been. No reason. I'll probably start doing it again. You know what? Maybe I won't do another one after this, but I'm so pissed off about Joe Biden trying to buy midterm votes. That's all he's doing. He's appealing to 43 million people that have student debts. And I'm not saying student debts aren't backbreaking. I'm not saying that debt isn't backbreaking. I know. I've got tons of debt. I've paid off a ridiculous amount of debt. And I've said it on this podcast before. When I get to the end of that road and paying off all my debts, I'm going to write a fucking book or something about how much debt. You wouldn't even believe the amount of debt that I've paid off. It's astronomical. And still, (laughs) I have to calm down. It's It absolutely steams me to see the government, it's not, they're not paying off debt, guys, they're transferring debt. So let's, let's, let's go over the whole thing. 43 million people have an opportunity to get somewhere between $10,000 and $20,000 of their student loans, student loan forgiveness, have their debt disappear. 43 million, that's 43 million people that will most likely vote for Joe and his liberal mutants in the midterm elections. He's trying to swing the vote. It's not going to work. We all know that. Listen, red tide's coming. It, they're out. But whatever, he's, he's trying to use that money to buy votes. And it's a transfer of debt. All Joe is saying, hey, we're going to wash away this debt and we're going to get the money from the hard 
working middle class people that have already paid off their debts or continue to pay their mortgage or continue to pay their business loan and do all that stuff. That's what Joe's going to do. Some people hit, listen, 20 million people are going to have their debt wiped out completely because they have $10,000 or less or $20,000 or less. Wiped out, poof, gone. They're going to wake up and they're, you, you know what he should have to do? You know what Joe should have to do? No, fuck that. I want to go find somebody that's getting student loan forgiveness. I'm going to go knock on their fucking door. I'm going to go in their house. I'm going to watch their Netflix. I'm going to eat their food. I'm going to drive their car. I'm going to use their gas. And when they're like, what are you doing here? I'm going to be like, fuck you, bro. I just paid for you to go to school. I got a son that I got to pay for. I got a daughter that I got to pay for. I'm not going to pay for you. Drives me nuts. My brother Jesse's going to benefit from this. He's got, he's my brother, I think my brother Mike paid off his debt. My brother Mike, um, you know, went, went to college, full boat scholarship for, for wrestling. So he didn't have to pay for his first four years, first four years, but he had to pay for his master's. And I think he paid for it out of pocket. I paid for my college degree out of pocket. I paid for it myself, my dollars. And then after I got done with it, I'm getting really pissed off. I, so I paid for my own college. Then I worked at, at, in radio for years, and then I decided to start my own business. And when I started my own business, I started it with my father's money. When my father passed away, I got 80, yeah, 80 my ass. I got $8,500, and I bought a truck with it, and I started Take Junk with $8,500. The company's great, does, I don't know, like a million dollars in revenue a year. It's a fucking bomb-ass company. Does it profit that kind of money? Absolutely not. Most of the years, it's in the red. I got so much debt, it's insane. I can't even believe the company's still going, but I pay the fucking debt. No one's coming to my house being like, yo, we're going to pay off your business loans. And speaking of that, what about all the people that decided to start a business instead of going to college? What about all those people that say, you know what? And I don't care where they got the money. Maybe they borrowed the money from their dad, their uncle, their aunt, their brother, their sister, whatever. Maybe they got the money from an SBA loan. But they borrowed the money to maybe buy equipment to start the landscaping company, the construction company, the trash removal company, the plow company, whatever they started. But they borrowed that money. What about them? Shouldn't they get debt forgiveness? I mean, I don't want anybody to get debt forgiveness. It's nice to get a break, but I deal with debt problems all the time. All the time. I negotiate. I call. I have debt. I have a debt with this company that's that's ridiculous. I took on bad debt. Um, with the company. So the debt was higher than my profit. I, I, I don't know how to explain it. The best thing I could say to you is if you're ever going to take a loan, a business loan, make sure you understand that your interest payments cannot be higher than your profit. So for example, let's say your business profits 10% a year, but you're paying out debts that are 20%, you're fucked. It's called being insolvent. You're screwed. Unless you got balls of steel like I do and you fucking work your ass off and you pay off those debts and you call the banks and you say, hey, listen, I'm stuck. I'm stuck, but I want to pay it back. I need more time. And you negotiate. Like, I'll give you an example. Bank of America, I had a nice decent debt with them on on credit cards uh, to cover the cost of doing business. And then when COVID hit, I reached out to the bank and said, hey, listen, I can't pay this. I don't want the credit card anymore. I can't fucking pay it. Let's negotiate it. And and I paid paid the full full amount. Not like they gave me a discount. I just said, hey, I want to turn it into a tr- traditional loan. The, the credit card payment was like a 20%. It was ridiculous, like 20%. Maybe it was like 19 something. And I reached out and I said, look, I'm going through some issues. 
Um, nobody wants to work anymore. I got nobody working for my company. Me and my partner, John, are doing all the fucking work. It's tough times. I'm going to sell a couple of trucks. I'm going to try to get the company to go through. I want to pay my debt. They sent me over to someone at, at Bank of America that deals with this crap. Says, hey, listen, we'll turn it into a traditional loan. We'll do it for five years. We'll get you an interest rate down around 5% and you just make monthly payments. It's no longer a credit card. It's a loan. I said, great. Thank you. And it's almost paid off now. Ball up. Be a man. Negotiate. If you can't pay the whole thing, call and negotiate. Say, hey, I got five grand. I know I owe 10. But take this five now. Wipe out the rest. Like, do something like that. Just be responsible. And if you don't, right? And, and if you default on your loan, default on it like a man. Take it on the chin. Take the public embarrassment of not being able to, to get a loan for a car, to get a mortgage, to get rent. Take the fucking embarrassment that comes with the fact that you can't pay your debts. Take it. Don't go looking around for Uncle Sam to pay off your shit because you got into a bad agreement. Now, it's smart. Smart on Joe's part. If I were working in the Biden administration, back when Joe got elected, he started touting this, right? So when Joe first got elected, or maybe even when he was running, they were talking about forgiving debt, $10,000, $20,000 of debt for people. Somebody in that administration got smart and said, hey, Joe, you need to save this for the midterm election. You need to save. They probably wanted to save it for 2024 <clears throat> when Joe, well, Joe, maybe Joe won't make it for re-election, but let's say Joe was going to make it for re-election. They probably wanted to save it for then. But things are so fucked up in this country with the, the height, record high inflation, Record high gas prices. And let me tell you something. Liberal mutants that tell me that gas prices are, oh, oh, they're at $4. I'll shred you. I will rip you from limb to limb. They're still a buck fifty higher than what they, what they should be. And someone like me that owns a business that deals with, well, hey, let me back it up. I own a business that directly has to use gas for my business because I own trucks. But every single business on the planet is tied to gas. Every, every business. I, I don't care what you do. I don't, period. It, it doesn't matter. My buddy, Kevin Brilli, owns a fucking funeral home. Well, guess what? They got to put the body in a, in a car and it, what's it, the, the fucking thing in El Camino? I don't know what the hell they're called. A hearst. He puts it in the hearst, drives this thing around. He's got to buy gas. There's a gas cost. If I was Kev, I'd be like, yeah, your funeral is X amount of money. Plus, I need another $100 fuel fucking charge to drive your dead grandmother around. It's ridiculous. Why do they even do that? Side note. Kev's going to have to text me when you hear this. If you hear this, why do you guys drive people around the city? What the fuck is that? Please don't drive me around. Cremate me and shoot me out of a cannon or something. Or actually, you know what I want is if I die, I want to be cre- I've said this before. I want to be cremated and I want to be put on the mantle. And this is if I die before like my daughter gets married or something like that, which is most likely. I want to be put on a mantle and I want someone to knock me over and then cry like I want my daughter to be like, oh my God, you knocked my dad over. Ashes everywhere and the, cut, the kid's horrified like, oh, just a joke. And I post it on social media to see what it does. But the point is, the company's, the, 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 the company, the country is in shambles. And we, I could go on and on and we, we could talk about all the things that are going wrong in this country right now. And they're all going to lead up to midterm elections to where the Republicans, the conservatives get the House, they get the Senate. And hopefully they can help 
bring down inflation. Hopefully they can do something about gas prices. And I understand that, that gas prices, I hate having this conversation with people. I understand that the government has a hand in controlling gas prices, whereas other people will say, no, it's the open market. Yes, it is the open market, 100%. How many barrels of oil on the market determine the price? If you don't have a lot of barrels of oil on the market, the price goes up. If you have a shit ton of barrels of oil on the market, the price goes down, supply and demand. But our government, when they restrict building uh, uh, refineries, when they stru- restrict permits for drilling, when they, res- when they say we're going electric, it's fucking scares oil companies, it scares investors. And then it lets the Middle East know, like, hey, we don't have to produce that much oil. Fuck America. And then when Joe goes over there and begs on his hands and knees and wants to blow the Saudi prince for more oil, more oil, the Saudi prince is like, bro, fuck you. Beat it. Beat it. If I were Joe, would I, you know what? Have you guys seen the new Game of Thrones, uh, House of Dragons? If I was Joe, I'd be like, Otto. If I was Joe, I'd send my daughter to the princess. I'd say, hey, hon, my, my, I'd send my fucking 11-year-old daughter. I'd be like, hey. Is that how old the girls on the show are? 16? I said, why don't you go visit the Saudi prince? The girl would be like, but dad, we don't know what to talk about. I'm like, I put on your mother's dress, go over the fucking Saudi prince and fuck him so that we can get some fucking oil. But we shouldn't have to worry about that here. We could produce, produce, produce. Anyways, I'm off topic because there's so many things that, that are just absolutely pissing me off. But let's just stick on the student um, loan re- relief plan, on the, on the student loan relief. It's pretty simple. Joe's buying votes. That's all he wants to do. But he's taking billions of dollars. I mean, do the math. 10 grand times 43 million. I don't even... Here, hold on. Let's see if we can... I don't know if my phone can switch over to even do this. We'll just do it on the calculator. Let's see. 40... We'll just do 40 million times 10,000. Oh, hold on. Let's see. It's... uh, Let's see. One, two, three... What, that's 100,000. Uh, how many zeros are in that one? That would be a million. It's $400 billion. $400 billion. So Joe's going to take $400 billion from nowhere. Because let me tell you something. The, the, if you think it's just going to get wiped, it's not getting wiped. You think they're just going to, oh, you know, no big deal. The bank doesn't want their money. Uh, I, the version of Fannie Mae, so so Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, they buy um, mortgages for houses. There's a college version of that. There's a college debt version of that where the government buys these loans so the banks can loan out more money. So you think they're just going to say, no big deal. No, Joe's taking that money and he's going to pay that off. And that's coming from you and me. The people that already paid our debts or the people that are currently paying debts, we're paying for that. And it's the middle class. It's not the upper class. It's not the rich. It's not the people making over $400,000 a year. That's a whole nother thing, man. We gotta, I'll get into it another day. We're paying for it. And you should be pissed off. I'm happy. Listen, don't get me wrong. I am happy for those that are going to get debt, debt forgiveness. I'm happy for them. Good for them. Tra-la-la. But it's not fear. And there's nothing fear in life, and I'm really not looking for it to be fear. I think that they should be responsible for paying off their own loan or defaulting on it, whatever it is. But what Joe should be doing to keep it fair, everybody gets 10 grand. So if you are someone that pays your debts or have paid off your college debt, 
you get $10,000. You don't even have to have that. I don't even care. I don't give a fuck if you're Jeff Bezos. Everybody in the country, you're giving 10 grand to 43 million? Well, you got to give 10 grand to everybody. 333 fucking million people in this country get $10,000. You don't just benefit a small percentage of people in this country. Everybody wins. We either all get it or no one gets it. And then there are these people that are like, oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy for the people that are getting debt forgiveness. These people that have paid off their loans. I'm telling you, I want to beat the fuck out of you. I'm dry, and I know who you are. I can just tell. I drive up behind you. I, I can, you, you little fucking electric vehicle, bro. I'm going to run you over. And I'm not a violent person. So people might say, why do you get so pissed about it? I, I'm just pissed off. And you should be too. For every other hardworking American that paid off their student loans or that paid off a, a loan to start a business, that paid off any type of loan, or the people that didn't pay off loans and dealt with the consequences of, of, of basically defaulting on a loan. You dealt with it and you came out to on the other side. You dealt with the up, you dealt with the down. Daddy didn't just come over and tie your shoes for you. He said, you got to deal with it. This is your responsibility. It's bad for our country. It's so bad to be to enable people to say you can fuck up and not have any consequences because I'll take care of it as long as you vote for me. The great and powerful wizard of America is going to give you a heart. He's going to give you courage. He's going to give you smarts. He's going to take you home. All you have to do is vote for him. And these people will because that's all they care about. They think that being taken care of is a good thing. It's not. Let me tell you guys a little story about being independent. I have a seven-year-old daughter. My seven-year-old daughter, and you know what? I say it to my seven-year-old daughter, and I say it to my buddy John's 21-year-old son. If If you want to be independent... And you don't want anybody to tell you what to do. And you don't want to have restrictions in your life. And you would like to do what the fuck you want to do. Then you need to be responsible for yourself. Deal with the consequences of your life. You need to be independent. You have to not be dependent on somebody else. So my daughter will come to me. She's seven years old. Why do I have to listen to you, dad? Why do I have to listen to mom? Why does everybody tell me what to do? Why does Grammy tell me what to do? Why does Nariam tell me what to do? And I nicely say to her, I say, honey, when you can start doing things on your own, less people will tell you what to do and where you have to go and how you have to be. You could slowly become independent. Honey, when you can get up in the morning and you can brush your teeth without me telling you, and you can clean up after yourself, and maybe you can make yourself breakfast, get the cereal, get the milk, and you can wash your dish, wash the dishes, uh, do your own clothes, do, you know, normal things that people do. When you can start doing these things and you can do your homework without daddy telling you and you can understand that, uh, you know, if there's nobody there to pay attention to you at the moment that you have to calm down, you have to have patience. When you exhibit that you are an independent person and you are not dependent on dad's charity, you don't need to get honey from the flower. What is it? What, what, nectar from the flower. Then, then you break the bond of your parents telling you what to do. I said the same thing to my 21-year-old buddy son. Oh, he's like, dude, my dad tells me everything. That all these things that I have to do. And I say to him, I go, well, bud, it's going to be like that forever. You depend on your dad. He goes, no, I don't. I go, yes, you do. Your dad helps you with your rent. 
you, you live at your dad when you're not at college. When you need gas, you ask him for money. When you need something, he's always asking his dad for shit, which is okay. Johnny's great. He's a hard worker. My point is, he'd like to tell his dad sometimes to fuck off. Well, you can't tell your dad to fuck off if you need him. If you need your dad to do something for you, you can't say, fuck you. I'm going to do what I want. You, you can't because you're dependent on them. So you got to bend over and take the shit because you know you need them. It's the same thing with the government. When the government gives you $10,000 for student loans, they're coming back for their favor. And their favor is compliance. And their favor is vote for me. And their favor is 100% government control. They want to control what you do and the way they do it is by giving you money and making you dependent on them. And when you are not dependent on them, they will do anything they can to get you to come back, to make you be dependent again. And you don't want to be that. You want to be an independent person. You don't want your dad to pay your rent. You don't want to call your dad for groceries. When your car breaks down, don't call fucking dad. Call a goddamn tow truck. It's that simple. 43 million people. Joe's paying $10,000 a vote. Some people are getting 20000 And don't think they won't get a nice little reminder as to who gave them the money come November. Don't think there won't be a nice little reminder of do the right thing. Do you want the money to keep coming? Because there'll be something next. Oh, we're going to forgive the college loans. After they forgive the college loans, right before the election, there'll be something else that they're giving up. Something else that they're going to take care of. And you're going to continue to get it. And then one day you're going to realize that you are completely dependent on big government. One day you're going to wake up. And you think it sounds goofy, but someday you're going to wake up. And you're going to open your drawer. And the TV's going to pop off. And then the TV's going to say, wow, 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 wow. Wow. You can't wear that. You can't eat that. You can't do this. It's 100% compliance. Slowly. This is how they get people to do this. Why force people to do it when I can pretend it? It's not that much money to, to the government. They're like, yeah, fucking 40, 40 billion, $400 billion to buy your love. That's it. it, it bro, it's just like Hamilton. They're going to, they, bro, they're going to send a fully armed battalion to remind you of their love. Da 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 and you can't see it because all you care about is the 10. I'm not telling you not to take the 10 grand. I mean, it's there, bro. You're getting it. Take it. But it sets a bad precedent and it's going to continue to happen. And it's not good for our country. It's not good for you. And I'm not telling people to deny the money, man. Take it, whatever. It, it, it doesn't matter. It's like the stimulus checks. But just be smart. I mean, I, bro, to me, if you're a Republican, take the fucking loot and, and still don't vote for him. Complete government control is what the Biden administration wants. I deal with liberal mutants all the time and they like, they call me a fascist and I, or they call me a fascist, a communist, any other word, a Nazi. And I, and I laugh at them and I say, do you understand that communism, Nazis, fascists, ultimately, what, what, what they're all about is one-party systems or dictatorships. Do you know that? 
that basically it, it means they want to have complete or are or, or oligarchies. They want to have a few people have all the power or they want to have one person have all the power. They want to have one party have all the power. Republicans don't want that. Conservatives want less government, less control. They want us to be able to decide what they want to do. They want us to be less dependent and more independent. So please, the next time you feel the need to call me a fascist, look it up. And then the next time you want to say that, um, you know, what, what you're doing isn't fascism, go find some old dude like my uncle that's 80 years old that lived in Italy under a fascist regime, re- regime, and he'll tell you word for word that what's going on in the Democratic Party was what was happening in Italy before fascism took over. It's history repeating itself. Joe Biden is, no, is nothing more than an old white guy driving around your neighborhood in a van and offering candy to you so that you get inside. Nothing more. That's it. He is a fucking wolf in sheep's clothing. And you can't see it because he's dangling dollar bills in front of you. Joe's the fucking stripper that when you got the ones, she don't want the ones. The guy that dropped, it's got the 20. She goes over to him. She's like, oh, to sum it up, Joe Biden and the Biden administration, they want to buy the midterm elections with this student loan forgiveness plan. They're going to give $10,000 in forgiveness to 43 million people. Now, my my favorite thing is that they're saying it's for people who make under um, $75,000 a year, and then you can also get a little bit of cash if you make under $120,000. But if you're making $120,000 a year and you can't pay your fucking student loans, you got other problems. If you're making $75,000 a year and you can't pay your student loans, then you need to learn how to live on a budget. Because that's not, it's, I get it, it's not a lot of money after taxes, you're probably making like $40,000 a year, but you can figure out how to give up other luxuries in your life. Don't make me pay for your coffee. Cut the coffee out. Stop drinking the coffee. Find something that's cheaper or drink the coffee at home at 20 cents a cup. Find a way to pay your debt. And if you can't pay your debt, try to negotiate. And if you can't negotiate, then take the default like a fucking man and deal with the consequences and the embarrassment that come, comes with it. And it's not for long. It's for seven years. You can build yourself back. You can build yourself back better and new. All right, that's it. I'm out. Drives me absolutely bonkers. I don't know if I'm going to do another podcast. I'm assuming I'm gonna. I think I'm back. I think we're back, baby. All right, I'm out.